what is up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities i'm trista and i'm steven and for our halloween episode i found a pretty terrifying real life case for us to talk about today today we're going to be discussing the murder of nicole marie hutchings nicole was lured to a fake halloween party where she was drugged beaten to death and left in a shallow grave her murder went unsolved for years until one woman approached the police with information that helped them finally solve this case and bring her killers to justice. Okay, all of this already just sounds like the plot to a movie. It's, this one's really rough. Top to bottom sounds like a plot to a movie. Like, this one is upsetting. I would, you know, if you're not in a good headspace, I would go ahead and skip this one. But if you feel like you're able to listen to this one, I would, I would really recommend it because Nicole seemed like a great person. And it's just terrifying how it seems like these predators, like, it's like they almost know that someone's a good person and, like, they go after them for that reason. You know what I mean? Especially in this case when the uh, motive is revealed at the end. And if you can't do this episode, we got a sideshows. Go listen to us be a couple of goofballs for a bit. Yeah, we were super lighthearted on that one. We talked a little bit about ghosts, a lot about everything, what we've been reading and listening to lately so i'd recommend going to check that out but if you can stick around for this one please do nicole marie hutchings was born on june 15th 1983 in san francisco california her family moved to oregon and she graduated from mountain view high school in bend nicole loved the outdoors fishing hunting and working with animals in fact she actually had a job working for a wolf sanctuary in millican oregon as an animal handler that actually sounds so much fun. Right? I was about to be like, how cool is that, dude? That, that is like top 10 cool jobs. What's the what's the wolf sanctuary that we... Uh, well, you live closer to it now, but I used to live closer to it as well. Wolf Haven. Wolf Haven, yes. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but I've I remember it was been. so cool. I I would love to go, especially on the night that like they'd get them all howling. Yeah, they have like howling nights where you can go and like they let you listen in on all the wolves start their howling and i would love to go to one of those we'll have to look into that and maybe do that soon if they're i know that covid kind of threw a wrench into that for a while so i don't know if they're back open to the public yet but that's something to look into i I, i'm gonna look into how to get one of those jobs here soon this is i'm already slightly inspired (laughs) (laughs) nicole hutchings went missing after attending a halloween party on november 1st 2004 she was last seen by her mom sometime that day After her disappearance, though, the police had few leads to work off of. No one at the Halloween party seemed to be saying anything, and they eventually exhausted all the possible leads that they had. For three years, there was very little movement in Nicole's case, until a woman approached the police with some valuable information. The woman was, at the time, the girlfriend of a man named Lauren Bowers, and had a kid with him. She told the police that Lauren Bowers had committed a murder. The police tapped her phone, and the woman met with Bowers six separate times wearing a wire to help with the investigation. I bet that had to be so scary. Yeah, I always I always try to look at that perspective of, like, somebody going into that situation. Like, the only story that really immediately comes to mind is, like, the John DeLorean case. <laughs> I mean, that was much more than a wire at the end of it, but but still. Uh, yeah, I, I, got, I always got to sit and think how just tense that dude has to be but like on the outside just you gotta act like everything's normal yeah just but so the entire relaxed time and... you're like god if they figure out that i'm wearing this like you know 
what's going to happen to me? Like, I guess I'm just checking out. (laughs) The investigators were able to determine the identity of the other man who was involved, Craig Whitting. Whitting was more ready to cooperate with police than Bowers had been, and he led them to where Nicole's remains were. In March of 2007, he led them to the three-foot grave where they had buried Nicole. The grave was located on Forest Service land out near Sun River. They hadn't known if she was still alive when they'd left her there, and Detective Scott Vincent of the Bend Police Department recalled at Whitting's trial that he had about the same amount of remorse as someone who accidentally ran over a cat in the road. Where, like, honestly, that would destroy me. Yeah, that is that is that is dark. But, I just I just I'm, I'm, I just have this thought real quick. Isn't it a crime to like be digging on like forest service land as well? I feel like this man is committing so many crimes. Like, yeah, the murder is like the biggest one. But I'm just kind of like when I heard that, I was like, oh, dude, you break in all kind. You really just don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like you got a permit for that. Just because you know, I feel like you Washington, got a permit for. I feel like Washington and Oregon are so like on top of everything yeah. when it comes to that. Like we have a lot of areas where it's like if you go off the trail, this man wouldn't think about nothing. They're gonna come for you and your whole family. But I think that that statement that the cop made about just like how little remorse he had, and God, just the fact that they didn't even know if she was alive or dead when they left her there—that's terrifying. That is so just callous. In both of the men's trials, details about the case came out. The men had created a fake Halloween party to lure Nicole Hutchings out of her house. Before she arrived to their mock party, they dug a grave and planned the details of the murder. Once she was at the party, they drugged Nicole with painkillers and loaded her unresponsive body into their car. Whitting himself said that he was hammered as he drove Bowers and Nicole out to the spot where they planned to murder her. Whitting was the first to attack Nicole, and they beat her with a tire buddy, a heavy tool used to measure truck tire pressure. He told the investigators that he was swinging with his entire force because he wanted to get it done quickly, but the men had underestimated Nicole. She tried to get up, and that's when Bowers began to beat her until she was unconscious. And that just broke my heart when I read that. That's rough. I know. That is so rough. In 2007, Whitting was asked in a police interview if he knew if Nicole was dead when they left her in the grave naked, and Whitting replied, I'd like to think that she was. I don't want to know what he means by that. I hate these dudes. I hate these dudes so much. In the men's trials, another detail came out. The motive behind this absolutely brutal beating and murder. It turns out that Nicole Hutchings had filed a report with the Oregon Department of Human Services against Bowers, who she accused of molesting his roommate's daughter. The report also accused him of exposing this child to a drug-filled environment. The roommate confronted Bowers about these allegations, and he flew into a rage. Bowers told the roommate that he had, quote, holes in the ground around Smith Rock and Sun River that could swallow her up. When Whitting was asked why he got involved in the planning and murder of Nicole Hutchings, he said, I look to Lauren as a brother, and if a brother asks you to do something to help them, if you can do it, you do it. Yeah, move a couch, not murder someone. I just... That's just so brutal. This whole thing just upset me so much because you can tell that Nicole was such a good person. She mm-hmm. tried to do the right thing. She was trying to save an innocent kid yeah. by making that report. And I just hate And then this dude just woke up and chose scumbaggery. Yeah, have to walk the same earth as like mm-hmm. literal shitbag just, monsters. Yeah. 
Lauren Bowers was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Hey. Craig Winning pled guilty to aggravated murder in February of 2008 and was also sentenced to life in prison. There was much rejoicing. And I hope they both rot. Sorry. I know this is supposed <laughs> to be a Halloween episode, but this one really bothered me and it just it's so senseless. You know what I mean? She was like I said, just if you want fun spoof, right thing. we got a side shows. Yeah, if this one bums you out and you need a little refresher to get back into like the fun halloween mood go check out sideshow this one was pretty brutal yeah but it's but, really important man, to it is. tell no, these stories it, you know? it very much is as yeah. uncomfortable and as brutal as they may be nicole hutchings really seems like someone who would have done a lot of good with their life and definitely deserves to be remembered no absolutely Thank you for listening to another episode of Olympia Oddities. If you want to support our podcast, you can leave us a five-star review, follow our Instagram at Olympia Oddities Podcast, or grab some sweet merch from our Tee Public shop. The link is in our Instagram bio, and we have a few different designs up right now that are available as t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and more. I've got like a little cat design, werewolf. Soon, probably the week that this episode comes out, I'm going to release a few more designs. So I'm you have excited. that to look forward to. They I'm really great. proud of them. Thank you. I'm Trista, and my personal Instagram is Saloon Ghost. I'm Steven, toot toot, baby toot toot. And until next time, friends. <laughs>